another level, you're never, ever selling an investment or doing any of that. You're always getting people to invest in decisions and good feelings about those decisions. Before we get into today's episode, I want to mention today's best ever partner and give you a free gift. And that partner is Fun That Flip. And they're going to be giving you a free deal analysis spreadsheet. You know who Fun That Flip is, don't you? Because you're a loyal best ever listener. They've been a sponsor on the show. Matt Rodak, the founder of Fun That Flip, has been on the podcast multiple times giving us his insight on the online lending process. Fund That Flip provides fast, reliable funding for your house flip projects. They're an online platform, makes the application process entirely easy, and they've got a whole bunch of experts on their team who can help you get funding in 24 hours and close within as few as seven days. And all of you best ever listeners, you're getting a free spreadsheet to help you analyze your projects. Go to fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. That's fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. And you'll get a free deal analysis tool. It'll help you provide a scope of work for your projects, create the scope of work, analyze the profitability of the project, or if it's not profitable, you need to know that too, and make a determination on the max purchase price super important. You can print out all the detailed reports and that will help you get your deals funded faster. Go to fundnetflip.com forward slash best ever. Get that free analysis tool, fundnetflip.com forward slash best ever. Best ever listeners, welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate investing podcast. Today, well, it's Sunday, so I hope you're having a best ever weekend. Because it's Sunday, we're doing a special segment like we usually do called Skill Set Sunday, where after our conversation with our best ever guest, you're going to come away with a specific skill set that you either didn't have or perhaps had but need to hone, and you're going to be much better with this skill set. With us today, who's going to help us? Learn how to be incredibly persuasive. How are you doing, Ross Jeffries? It is my pleasure to be speaking to you and your audience from the lovely city of San Diego. Well, it's our pleasure to have you on the show, that's for sure. Ross, a little bit about him. He is an author, a writer, and a television personality. He's been featured on the Dr. Phil show, the Montel Williams show, and is a self-described speed seduction expert. He's got over 30 years experience in teaching his technique and persuasion. He's been featured on CNN, Fox, and all those other acronym television channels based, as he just said, in San Diego, California. With that being said, Ross, you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background, and then we'll dive into it. I sure would. First of all, I am a master hypnotist. I've been hypnotizing people therapeutically since, uh, God, 1991. That's thousands and thousands of people. My specialty has been working with men who are completely paralyzed when it comes to talking with women and also dealing with people at presentation and stage fright. And during that time, I've learned a lot about how to get people past their fears and also how to help them establish a very realistic motivation. I think motivation and mindset are extraordinarily important for anything else you want to do. If you're bringing, so to speak, as my mother, may her soul rest in peace, used to say, if you dip your sunglasses in poop, 
even the roses will look brown. <laughs> My mother had her own way of saying things. So a lot of what I teach is mindset because if you can take a guy who's never had a date in his life, get him past his fear, get him past his negativity, and show him how to actually be successful and date until he finds a really great woman, then I can take salespeople, investors anywhere and take them anywhere that I want them and they want to go. So mindset is a big part of it that I learned through my hypnosis practice. And then also hypnosis involves basically persuading the unconscious mind. When I deal with someone who has a fear or phobia, I've got to get into their unconscious and use a lot of hypnotic techniques to influence the unconscious to make different decisions. And my recognition has been that the same set of tools apply to business. Many of my students have come to me over the years and said, you know, Ross, I don't use your stuff for meeting women or any of that because I already am married or met a great woman using your techniques, but I've been using it in my business and just tearing it up, just using a small percentage. So that really opened my eyes. And over the last year, year and a half, I've been developing programs to really precisely take all that knowledge that I've learned from, frankly, teaching guys seduction. <laughs> and in a sense, if you think about it, any sale you do, is like dating. It's like a seduction. You've got to move people's emotions and imaginations. I say you need to capture and lead someone's imagination and emotions in order to influence their decision. And you have to influence the decision in order to get the behavior. So that's the major place where I'm coming from. One little side note, Tom Cruise played me in the movie Magnolia. That's absolutely true. That's no exaggeration. They never talked to me. I never got a penny. He did a great job, but I think Tom is a little tiny. He's like five foot three. I'm a tall man. I'm six two. So other than that, I was pleased with his performance. So I think that's a, a pretty good introduction. I know your audience are people who are looking to raise money for doing some investments and they like to buy houses at discounts, mm -hmm. and they're looking for tenants to rent, and all of it is applicable to them. Well, let's talk about triggering and honing in on people's emotions and imaginations. Right. How do we do that? Well, we use some tools and allow yourself to get curious about what I'm about to say, and I invite you to find that curiosity for your own reasons, because some of what I'm going to present may seem a little out there. So when that happens, when you at first have the response that this is really out there, I invite you to instead get curious and think to yourself, okay, it's way outside of what I'm used to thinking and doing, but it could give me results that are way greater than I'm used to having. So what we do is when we begin to influence other people, we want to use what I call embedded commands and embedded suggestions, which simply means this. But let me give you an example. If I said to an investor, now, Mr. Investor, in a moment, I'm going to command you to agree with me, sign this check, and tell other people what a great opportunity this is. What do you think would happen if you directly said that? It would work 100% of the time. No, if you directly <laughs> commanded people, they'd tell you to get the hell out of there. But if I said something, as we're beginning this discussion today, I'm not sure at which points you'll find yourself thinking, Bob, this could be something I really want. But as that's taking place, can I ask a favor? Will you promise me you'll share whatever questions or even possible objections that may come up when you recognize you're going to make a really great decision today? Now, that is loaded. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because <laughs> I heard what you did there. I like it. Well, what do you think I did? You implied that I was already going to be accepting the offer 
I implied it by saying a really great decision is going to be made today. I didn't say you're going to make the great decision to invest with me or you're going to make the great decision to let me buy your house at a discount. I suggested it and I was being vague. I said, you're going to make a great decision today. I didn't say what they're going to decide. And what happens is the unconscious mind will fill in the blanks. One of the things that's really important to do is to be vague and to leave things out. Now, we've always heard make the message clear. But in fact, sometimes making the message vague will get people to fill in the blanks. So one way to get people to begin to use their imagination and begin to think that things are their own thoughts is to be artfully vague. I also did some other things. I said, as we're getting going, having this discussion today, I'm not sure at which points you'll, here comes the command. Think to yourself, this is a really great deal. But as that's taking place, so there's the command, think to yourself, this is a really great deal. But as that's taking place, will you make me one promise? Will you promise me you'll share the questions that naturally come up when a really great decision is going to be made? Now, here we're framing this not as a sale, but a matter of exchanging trust. And let me slow down and point this out. Do you make promises to people who you don't trust, who are not connected to you? Usually not. Right. Do you share things with people who you don't feel a connection with? Probably uh, not. Yeah. So as soon as they buy into that promise and share, they're buying into what I call implied relationship. As soon as they buy into it, and they think you're saying that because you want them to ask questions so they can clarify the decision. But in fact, every time they ask questions, it's reinforcing that unconscious suggestion that they're sharing with you that you're an awesome person and you can be trusted. So in that space of that one sentence that I rattled off, they're already giving the suggestion they're going to make the decision. You're getting them to link raising their hand and asking questions, not with being cynical and full of doubt, but the idea that they want clarity and you're the person who can provide that clarity and share it with them, and that you're an awesome person that's not looking to pressure them, but who wants to share an opportunity with them. All done through suggestion, all done through implication. Now, you see, the old ways of doing things, like using the person's name all the time, well, Mr. Smith, I'm really glad that you're letting me present this opportunity to you today. And Mr. Smith, wouldn't you agree that opportunities are really special, aren't they? Repeating someone's name, taglines, people have heard it all. They've just heard it all before. End of story. Now, I'm not saying that what you've read before, and I hope your listeners are the kind of people who are, you're really invested in continuing your education. And they've done lots of training, and that's all great. And some of that training no longer works. And even the stuff that does work can be supercharged by what I'm showing you today and will continue to show you as you listen carefully and get more excited with every word I speak. Now, did you hear that? I'm leaning on it. Yep. I'm leaning it, but did you hear the suggestion, listen carefully and get excited by every word I speak? Yep. yep. It's a skill set. You have to practice it. But as you continue to practice it, you'll get better and better at it. One thing that I do when I'm speaking to potential investors is when a question like, how do you communicate with investors? When a question like that comes up, I say, well, what you can expect is that you'll receive a monthly email along with the rest of the investors and blah, 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 blah. I always assume that they're investing and they're going to be with the other investors. Is that a form of what you're talking about? 
Yes, and what I also want to say is people are not investing. Let me see this way. They are investing in their decisions and good feelings about their decisions. On one level, yes, they're investing in your property, whatever it is you're presenting to them. That's true. I get it. But on another level, you're never, ever selling an investment or doing any of that. You're always getting people to invest in decisions and good feelings about those decisions. Remember that. So you have to have a parallel track. By the way, I have a free video course that I'm going to offer at the end of this. Like it's three-hour training, how to use all these tools. And one of the things I go into there is there's two tracks of persuasion. You've got to keep them unconsciously in the idea that you're someone who's offering a great opportunity. And then you have to, at the same time, give them the facts and data. I don't know if that's terribly responsive to what you asked. Well, I would like clarification on your statement of you're always getting people to invest in decision and good feelings with that decision. Can you bring that to more practical terms? Yes, absolutely. When it comes to money, and particularly big sums of money, people have always had fears and doubts around it, as I'm sure you can agree. Even people who are wealthy, particularly people who are wealthy, don't want to throw their money around. Yeah, there's studies that show people would much rather not lose 50 cents than make 50 cents. Of course, and that includes wealthy people as well. Yep. So people need to be able to trust their decisions and feel good about their decisions as much as they need to trust you. And the real question is, when you walk into someone's office, is why should I trust this person? And why should I trust this investment? Because people nowadays don't trust the way they used to. Can I give you an example? A few years back, my accountant said, go make a contribution to your IRA. You still have time. I walked into my trusty bank, Washington Mutual. You remember Washington Mutual Bank? It used to exist. Yep. (laughs) And I went to the financial officer. True story. The true stories are always the funniest. I said, I'd like to make an investment. He said, what level of risk? I said, very conservative. He pulls out a portfolio. He said, I get a great company for you. It's called AIG. (laughs) And I said, AIG, who are they? He said, I swear he said this, Joe. He said, don't worry. They have assets like you won't believe. (laughs) Now, for those listeners who don't know, AIG, well, Joe, you tell them about AIG. They got bailed out during the financial crash. I just watched, not Enron, the Enron documentary, but there's another documentary that Matt Damon does the uh, voiceover for, and it talks about the whole financial crash. Right. And so Washington Mutual, by the way, the next weekend, the Monday I walked by, it was no longer Washington Mutual, it was Chase. So unconsciously, even people with money had that soaked into their unconscious that what used to be good decisions, investing in real estate and gold star companies and banks that had great assets and gold star companies, AAA plus, 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 are no longer good decisions. And the other thing is you got to get them to decide, okay, I want to do it with this person. So those are some of the challenges. And remember, these guys who get pitched a lot have heard it all before. You've got to come at them from a different angle. You've got to get to the back of the mind, the unconscious part of the mind. And how do you come at, what specifically do you do to come at them from a different angle in the back of the mind? Well, exactly the language I gave you. Okay. Before I get going presenting this opportunity to you, I'm not sure at which point you'll find yourself thinking, okay, wow, maybe I want to do this. But as that's taking place, will you promise me one thing? Will you promise 
you'll ask the questions that now arise when a really great decision is going to be made today. And so this is all so vague. The first time you hear that, you can't remember any of what I said consciously, but it gets into the unconscious mind. So right from the beginning, you want to set it up that they're already thinking of making the investment, that they already trust you, and they're going to get excited. And every time they ask a question, it's only going to reinforce that loop of trusting you and getting more excited. It's really, really an unfair thing. It's implanting a whole chain of suggestions, and then it's putting it on repeat that's triggered every time they ask a question. Get it? Repeat, 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 repeat. Rinse, rinse, rinse. It's really a form of brainwashing. I hate to say that. but <laughs> What happens if they've heard you talk and I say this to them? No problem. They can't remember it. They don't remember. Could you remember the first time I said that to you? Did you remember anything specifically about what I said? Well, I take notes. Well, yeah, but they're not going to be taken. But you see, it's so vague. It's what I call process language. Process language is so vague that they can't put their finger or even remember specifically what you said, but it goes right into the unconscious mind. Whenever you give facts, data, figures, numbers, it goes to the conscious mind, which is skeptical and hesitant. Mm-hmm. When you speak vaguely and load it with suggestions, it goes to the unconscious. Now, research has shown, and this is only a model. I respect science. It's not scientific when I give these numbers. But about 70 to 80% of our decisions are made by the unconscious. 20 to 30% are made in the unconscious mind. Hmm. Let's talk about if we are a landlord and we have a potential resident walk in our door or apply and it's a tough property to rent we finally get an application what would make it a let me back up here what would make it a tough property to rent it's across the street from a cemetery oh my god (laughs) how do we bring them into the property and close the deal mr smith have you ever enjoyed being haunted (laughs) (laughs) Well, I would, first of all, find out, like, what are they looking for in a place? I would say, you know, before we do a walkthrough, it's really important to me in establishing the process that you really want to rent from me. Do you hear the suggestion? Yeah. I always want to throw in suggestions like that. People at home may first be listening to this, may first think, come on, there's no way that that's going to work. But when you practice it, those suggestions go in. I'd say, so, you know, before we do this, walk through it's really important i think to establish what you're looking for in an apartment to help you conclude you want to rent from me yep today so can you give me some idea what are you looking for spaciousness or blah 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 so you elicit what it is they're looking for and then you make sure that the things that fit that are what you point out so if they list well spaciousness i want something that's quiet blah 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 you point out the ones that do exist. So if it's not particularly quiet, but it is spacious, you point that out. Mm-hmm. There's another technique called value elicitations. And you say, well, of those three, spaciousness, a good view, good lighting, which is the most important? And you find out which one is the most important, and then that's the one you lean on. That's a little bit more of a, a advanced technique. But the other thing I'll say is, There's going to be some situations where the tenant's not going to rent because they're simply non-negotiables. I took me 
two months to find the place I'm living in right now. One of the non-negotiables is I want an according unit with no one on top of me because I don't like noise. This was a huge one. I'm willing to pay more per square foot if I can get a quiet place where I don't have to listen to people partying or anyone above me. So the thing that's important is to elicit the client's values to say, before we do the walkthrough and you have a look at this opportunity that you might want to rent it today, I'm leaning on it so you can hear it. Mm -hmm. Hear the suggestion, rent it today. I'm leaning on it. Normally I would say, you know, before we do this walkthrough, it's really important for me that you share with me what needs to be there so you can make decision that you want to rent this today. It's a lot more subtle. You throw in suggestions like that. But it could be that there's some non-negotiables that just aren't there. Mm -hmm. And the key then would be for you to accept that you're not going to close every one. That would be a matter of you shifting your mindset and not needing to succeed. I always say when I teach my students who are looking, I'll be blunt, and pick up women, I'll say don't insist, but don't back down. So don't insist that you have to get your outcome, but don't back down from the opportunity. This is a great mindset. I want to circle back to the beginning where I talked about mindset. When it comes to mindset, there's two keys, fabulous rules of all you do from this interview is take this away and take it home. The two keys are don't insist, don't back down. So don't insist that they sign on the dotted line, but don't back away from the opportunity if they appear to be a little difficult. And the other one, since we're talking about investment, it's ironic, that be invested in your skills but be interested in the sale. Most people have it back asswards. They're invested in the sale and only interested in their skills. To make the distinction more clear, in a breakfast of bacon and eggs, the pig is invested, the chicken is just interested. So take those two elements of mindset and combine them. Does that make sense? Be invested in your skills and be, be invested in-, in your skills, but be interested in the sale. Got it. And the other one is don't insist, but don't back down either. Fascinating stuff. Where can the best ever listeners, Ross, get in touch with you? Well, here's how it works. I have a three-hour video course. That may seem like a lot, but it flies by. You don't have to listen to the whole thing where I'm teaching all of these principles. It's absolutely free. We do ask for your email address. I'll be honest about that, but we don't spam. You can unsubscribe anytime. You have the link there in the show notes. It's a big mouthful. It's persuasionmasterysystems.com slash free. I suggest everyone just look at the show notes so they can get that. It's persuasionmasterysystems.com slash free. And the other thing is if you're interested in booking me on your podcast, if you happen to be a podcaster, or having me come in and give a speech because I'm a great speaker and trainer, go to Ross Jeffries, J-E-F-F-R-I-E-S, J-E-F-F-R-I-E-S, RossJeffriesLive.com, and I'd be happy to speak to you. I love, love teaching. I'd be happy to come in and give a presentation. So those are the two opportunities you can learn from Get the Free Video Course. It's really loaded with great information. You can also check into having me speak on your podcast or to your organization. Lots of strategic insights and practical takeaways from implying around how to influence other people. I mean, that's basically what we're talking about. And some of the takeaways I have is implying that they will make the great decision. As you said, that we're always getting people to invest 
in decisions and good feelings with their decisions. So approaching it accordingly and best ever listeners, you can go back and listen to that one or two sentence opening that Ross shared with us a couple times. And then also the what are you looking for question and then point out aspects that they're looking for as it relates to your opportunity, assuming that your opportunity has those aspects. And then the value elicitations where you ask the most important of maybe three things that they're looking for and then hone in on that. And then also I love the mindset recap. With the yeah, program. the mindset. One, one, two. The mindset is crucial because anything you do, you have to start with yourself. And the right mindset means you're running the race without lead weights tied around your ankles or your shoes tied together. <laughs> well, Ross, thank you for being on the show. I hope you have a best ever weekend, my friend, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much, and I really appreciate the honor of teaching. And my best to you, my best to your listeners. Remember to get your free deal analysis tool for your flips at fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. That's F-U-N-D-T-H-A-T-F-L-I-P.com forward slash best ever. It will detail your scope of work, help you analyze if the project's profitable, and make a determination on the max purchase price. Fundnetflip.com forward slash best ever. Are you looking for your next home in a high value market like San Francisco? Gabrielle Doms with Premier Properties is a leading broker whose market knowledge and attention to detail gets results for you. Contact Gabrielle at 415-200-7202. That's 415-200-7202.